Hey guys, you're listening to Soul Food. My name is Daniel, and I am the pastor of a church called Soul here at Alostar in Malaysia. In this podcast, we will dive into conversations that will help us with our views of certain habits and behaviors that take place in our culture. As you're listening, I'm sure you'll learn a thing or two. But I believe this podcast will help you to expand your perspective. This is Soul Food. Let's dive right in. So yeah, I like I like I like your thoughts about this. I remember you had a conversation before, and yeah, you were yeah. saying again. I, I'm saying right. Say I had a tattoo before I became a Christian. What should I do after I get saved? Yeah, there's really nothing the person can do, right? After all, the person's faith is in his heart. Yeah. Uh, I also want to talk about how tattoo as uh, body art has changed so much over the years. Yeah, it has a very negative connotation in the past because it is associated with gangsterism, or mm. you know, in Japan, in the part of yakuza. Until today, it, it doesn't have a very good uh, sentiment over there. Like yeah. if you have tattoo, you're not allowed to go to onsen because people are not sure about uh, what is tattoo all about. Mm-hmm. But over the years, tattoo as an art. As a body art has changed so much, it, it could mean you know it reflects something that you have experienced. Maybe it was a day that you were baptized. Mm. Maybe it's to remember your loved ones. Maybe your children, mm-hmm. your spouse, or whatever it may be. So as an art, mm-hmm. or rather as a symbol of something, has changed mm-hmm. in its meaning over the years. Okay, you know what? Mm. To me, it is a skin deep issue. It's not life and death. Mm-hmm. I personally do not think we should pick on that for an example mm. and make it an issue with somebody yeah. just because the person has a tattoo or whatever it may be. Mm. Again, it is not life and death mm. and it is skin deep. So mm. it really doesn't affect anything at all yeah. to me personally. Right? But I think the, the curiosity of a lot of people is that they always ask this simple thing, is it a sin or not? Is it a sin? Again, is again I say right, it's skin deep. So mm. it is just external. Okay. Jesus says it is not what goes into you that makes you unclean, but what comes out of you mm. that makes you unclean. So I don't know. I think people quote Old Testament: "You're not allowed to have markings of your body." Yeah. And then you're on the other side of the spectrum, people will say like, "Hey, but in Revelation, Jesus had a tattoo you know, <laughs> on his." <eye."> Ooh, yeah. <laughs> so, so it's like. It's like to me, to be honest, uh-huh. why why are we spending so much time fighting about this? Yeah. If I'm in a community that is really not acceptable to have a tattoo, mm-hmm. I wouldn't have a tattoo lah for that matter. Okay. Right. If I'm in a neutral place and people are quite okay about it, it shouldn't be something that we have to bash our head trying to work out mm-hmm. an answer to this. Uh, you know, there's really no end to the argument. It mm-hmm. is not life and death. Yeah. I'm not here to judge. I'm not here to tell people. You know. Mm. Can't do this. You can't do that, or whatever. Yeah. Because to me, it is really not a big, big issue. Mm. I want to tell you, I yeah. don't have a tattoo. It's not because uh, I have a theological issue about it. Mm-hmm. Um, the the thing is, I I'm a creative, so I'm very particular about what I put on my body because this is permanent. I I I'm very worried, like. If this font is in season, for example, Helvetica, you know, <laughs> what if five years down the road is not the trend it's not anymore? The trend, right? I'm so dead, you know. Mm. I have no problem. I, I know exactly what words I want to put. You know, one season it was tribal. Remember, tribal was like yeah. the thing. 
everybody has tribal, yeah. but but tribal's gone. Mm-hmm. At one time it was barcode yeah. was the trend. So 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 now it's QR code, right? Yeah, QR code. My my biggest challenge is, I, I really don't want to have something that it is so out of fashion after a while. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, so so that's my reasoning. If one day I'm very very sure what I want, mm-hmm. I'm very sure of the font. Yeah, I probably will get it. But I I also I also have a thought about this. Maybe uh, amazing love land, not amazing grace land. I see. Can also. <laughs> I see. <laughs> okay, but but I I have a thought about about this. I I remember you you your thoughts about you know what if a person is not a Christian. And has a tattoo, and then you know he believes in Jesus and becomes a Christian. I I get that, um, but I also know at the same time some people brought up the thing about how tattoos are spiritual. How about those people who have you know like certain tattoos that are like from a temple or something? Should they remove it? You really want to hear my thoughts about it? Mm. <laughs> if the person already repent and come to Jesus mm-hmm. in a relationship with Christ that tattoo will always be an external thing. Wow. You know, if... Okay, let me let me put the whole question to you on a, on a twist, okay? Okay. Nice. If I have a tattoo in the past that will actually, you know, maybe maybe it's a skull, maybe it's something demonic, but mm. that's because I, I never knew God. Now I came to know Jesus. Now let me ask you a question. Say you are a Christian, you grow up in a Christian faith all your life, you love God, you love Jesus, you read the Bible, you pray. Will having a tattoo about God make you more spiritual or not? No, it will won't. Will it increase your faith? It won't, right? If I put Bible verses on my arm, mm-hmm. it will not increase my faith. Mm-hmm. Why? By having a, a, a skull that I had it in the past affect my faith? Like for example, right, it's not just a skull. Like You know how some people would maybe see a certain medium or, you know, uh, yes. they will visit a certain temple, for instance, and they would tattoo at that chi spot, you know. That kind of that, cheese spot. Ah, wow. that, 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 I never heard that before. Yeah, that that kind of like tattoos and all like um, so so yeah. I was just thinking about it. Like, should people remove that or? But or, but, but yeah. Jesus saved your spirit, right? But mm-hmm. that's your skin. You you will do away without your skin after that, mm-hmm. when you are in eternity with Christ. So, mm. no sweat, man. Okay, that's a that's a pretty interesting take on it. Yeah, because. Yeah, this is something that, that I think uh, I had a conversation with a couple of people before. No, no, what, what, what do you want the person to do? You want the person to laser it off so that he become more spiritual? <laughs> then you are saying that the thing is actually quite spiritual after you... I mean, if, if Jesus, if you have Christ in your life mm-hmm. and you believe that Christ is truly the name above all names, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, mm-hmm. and He saved my soul from the inside out, mm-hmm. why be bothered about what is on the outside? Yep. If, if you don't want it, you want to get rid of it, I'm fine. But I am not going to tell you, you must get rid of it if you want to be a Christian. It's like, <laughs> Then after that, you replace what? With Hebrews chapter 11? <laughs> so, as right? a, yeah, so as a church, what is our stand? Like, you know, on, on this, like I, I know I've been hearing you from that position of like, um, yeah. it's just a skin, you know, and, and really the spirituality of part our relationship with God. I think a lot of people want to know, can, can a church encourage this or not? You know what I mean? I think if it's coming from the pulpit, coming from the stage, coming from the leader or the mm. pastor, mm-hmm. this is something that a person wants to do. I wouldn't like go around encouraging everyone to have a tattoo. Yeah. But I have no problem if you have a tattoo. It's quite a different thing because I, I'm not aggressively promoting tattoo because after all, you know, it's a personal thing. 
some people are very convicted about having a tattoo to remember something yeah. way more than other people. Then, then I, I don't think it is a topic that I should, you know, pull my hair about mm-hmm. with a church member or a leader just because he or she has a tattoo or not have a tattoo for that matter. Mm-hmm. Like, like, can you imagine, right? Hey, if you're my worship leader, if you have a tattoo, you're not cool. Uh, <laughs> wow, that's like you're a... affecting my attendance. Like, I'll <laughs> be wrong, right? Tattoo up, everybody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You only be judged if the tattoo is not nice. Uh, that, that's another problem. <laughs> that, that's another question altogether. Yeah, if it is not nice, yeah, yeah. then how? Yeah, if your tattoo, like, mistake, uh, wrong spelling. Uh, oh, man. Not cool, uh, so, uh, but anything to add okay. on? Okay. I think I think we shouldn't deviate from the main thing is, yeah. Do you love the person or not? Mm. You know, like I would ask if you truly love a person, let's just love that person. You know, let's not get tattoo la or this la or that la in the way. Mm-hmm. Just, just, just love people. You know, if we are going out there to really love people, you are so affected by the tattoo or their vaping, their smoking. Everyone is on a journey. Yeah. Why don't instead of finding all these things that could be fought to you, mm-hmm. you'll feel like you you have almost have this spiritual obligation to judge that person, mm-hmm. which God did not send Jesus to judge. Why would you want to do that? Why don't you just go and just love that person for who he is, you know, regardless of tattoo or not, vaping or not, smoking or not, whatever. Mm-hmm. swearing or not cursing or not you just love that person because Jesus loved that person so when we get into all this entanglement with external issue and everything mm-hmm. we lose the main point the main point is to love that person wow you, you, you get what I mean? yeah I get what you mean okay okay let, let, let's go into the scripture mm-hmm. like when, when Jesus saw Zacchaeus mm-hmm. uh, the uh, short guy on the tree yeah so guy, mm-hmm. he's a bad guy, right? Mm-hmm. He's, a, he's a loan shark. He, he didn't have a tattoo, maybe, I don't know, but he leaves a, a bad mark in people's life. And he climbed up the tree because he was short, even though he was powerful. Mm-hmm. Jesus said, come down, come down, and tonight I go to your house and eat. Mm-hmm. Jesus did not say, you, you pay the people that you owed, you, you cheated them of their money, yeah. you, you repaid everyone, then I go to your house. Jesus just loved him. Nobody likes to be judged, right? Yeah. I mean, don't say it. I mean, don't talk about reaching out to people, loving people. Mm-hmm. Even among friends in a friendship. Who, who like to be judged all the time in a friendship? Yeah. Let, let's get all this, you know, skin deep, superficial thing away. Mm-hmm. Love the person with the love of God. Like how Jesus loved. Mm-hmm. And especially in this lockdown, kindness is so important right now. Mm-hmm. It's such a main topic right now. Yeah. I think a lot of people have been struggling with that, the whole idea of like, is that too wrong? You know, can we do it? But I mean, you put it so nicely, like how we, we don't want people to judge us. Why, why are we judging others? You know, how do we bring love in? Yeah. I mean, yeah. That, that is just really amazing. Mm. Um, it, it's funny how you, you brought up about vaping and also cigarettes. You know, I think uh, this is something of it's a taboo yeah. that is related to this as well. Um, if if I if you don't mind, if I get a little bit controversial with a, a certain question, like um, so is it okay for a Christian to 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 smoke cigarettes then and vape? Because some people might just still think that or oh, tattoo is different and vaping is different. Yeah. One of the things about smoking is that it is not good for health. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. That's number one. 
Number two, it creates a certain sense of an image. Mm. I think it's, tattoo is the same. Yeah. Maybe you're in a certain industry where you're working as, as a creative or as a musician or producer or filmmaker. Having a tattoo is kind of like accepted in that culture, in that community, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that's right. Like, for example, like if you ask me, uh, yes, I cannot prove to you in the scripture whether you can smoke or you cannot smoke. Yeah. What, what am I promoting if I keep smoking and vaping yeah. and I tell the young people to live right before God? Mm. So this is no longer a skin deep issue like tattoo. It is affecting your body. And the Bible says your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. Mm. So I got to do all I can. And it's not just smoking. It, it, it got to do with gluttony, overeating, wow. and, and not caring for your, for your body, right? Mm-hmm. I am very conscious of my role, my position, my calling, and what God has you know, designed for me to do. It's just the fact that some things other people can do, I can't do. Of course, of course, many years ago, I heard this. If every time you puff, you can give thanks to God, then you can smoke <laughs> Man, what is that? <laughs> but, I, but, uh, but I don't want to go to that far and, you know. But uh, let's say, yeah. for example, uh, I mean, I, I know we talk about, like, don't judge people and everything. I've heard about you talking about this before, but maybe you can, can care to elaborate even further. People who are, like, smoking outside after service. Like, you know, should, yeah. we, should we allow that? Honestly, I, I, I think about this all the time. I want to build a church where they should feel comfortable and they can still call it home. Wow. That I, I'm not being judged. So, again or again, Jesus eat with prostitutes. Jesus eat with tax collectors. When was the last time you eat with somebody controversial? Mm-hmm. That that we we want to be seen hanging out with the right people. Mm-hmm. That we have not bring the gospel to the people that actually needs to hear it. Wow! Yeah, we are preaching to the same all the time. We're just Christian all the time, all the time, all the time. <laughs> yeah, so, true. So even even in the in the language that we use. Uh-huh. You can tell, you know, after a while, I, I find myself speaking in lingo only Christian can understand because I've only been talking to Christian. Certain things that non-Christian will totally not understand what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. If we start talking about, you know, you need the anointing of God in your life. It's good if you're talking to Christian, it makes sense to them. But the world is like, dude, what are you talking about? What is anointing for the work? Like, why you always use all these languages that <laughs> we are not accustomed to? Pastor, maybe you can share a story that you are hanging out with someone at the moment or maybe in the past who really you had to love him and you really saw him coming to church and giving his life to Jesus. Do you have a story like that, Pastor? Uh, many years ago. Because at first I get offended. He said, when he started coming to church, he said, yeah, I went to church last night. Huh? I think the God uh, zapped me. Uh, zapped me. <laughs> I, uh, I, I think this God is uh, quite powerful. Mm. So at first I was quite upset because he didn't use the right vocabulary to okay. it's not God zap you it's God touch you uh, you know the spirit of God anoint you you know uh-huh. but to him he's not a Christian and by the way he's not safe but he encountered God wow and now that that already shift our thinking quite a lot because mm. we always think that God will only touch people that are Christian right mm-hmm. but he said God zap him and then that's when I begin to realize, right, that if that is what makes sense to him, mm-hmm. that it was God touching him, mm-hmm. then 
let it be how he would define the experience with God. Mm. Because when he go out there, because he was an engineer, okay. maybe his friends will understand what zap means <laughs> more than what anointing means. Wow, yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So it goes on to show us sometimes our world can be so limited. Our world can be so like narrow. But if our motivation is to introduce Christ to the world, then I think it is way easier for us to adapt. What mm. about drinking? Mm-hmm. I think drinking is the same. Everything got to be in moderation. If you drink to the point that your liver cannot take it anymore, so if you have a sip, a glass over dinner, why not? Oh, yeah, yeah. But if you're becoming a drunkard and an alcoholic, mm-hmm. there's nothing else you can do for God anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. When, where this life is redeemed so that we can bring the message of hope to others, mm-hmm. but you're now stuck because you love drinking more than you love what God has called you to be. Is it wrong to like, I, I, I drink every night just to calm myself down and, you know, to have a better, a, a good night's sleep or to end the evening. And then some might say, hey, why don't you put your trust in God? What are your thoughts about it, Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I actually find the, your line of questioning very interesting. Yeah. Uh, you always start with, is it wrong? I think as a person who has God, who is a follower of Jesus, mm-hmm. I think we should live our life intentionally and live our life in such a way you live by conviction. Mm, Is it wrong? It's like I almost ask for permission for everything. If if people keep asking you, right, uh, uh, is it wrong if I do this? Is it wrong if I do that? Mm. It's almost like, hey, why why are you so bothered about what people think? Wow. You you get what I mean? Mm. If I'm drunk every night, but I'm sober in the day, I go to work, but I'm drunk every night, then I can't use my life for anything from God. Why don't intentionally, like, intentionally have a glass over a meal and then that's it. Mm. But, oh, uh, uh, sorry, uh, I accidentally drank too much. <laughs> Cannot live a life like almost everything is by accident. Yeah, that's, right? that's true, yeah. We got to learn to live a bit more by conviction. A bit more by, you know what? I truly believe this is what I want to do in my life. Mm-hmm. It's so much better than, is it wrong? Trying to... Can I get away with this? Can I get away with that? Yeah. Let, let, let's not let's not try to get away with things. Mm-hmm. Let's let's find a way to do something, right? It's so much better. It's wow. so much more empowering. I, I think because as I was just churning out these questions, I think these questions over the years, they are just yeah. like conversation with people, with friends. Hey, Christian can do this, ah. Uh. Hey, actually, is it wrong? Uh? Actually, is it right? Uh? You know, and so I think a lot of Christians sometimes, uh, or Christians want, non-Christians want to know, like, hey, can you guys do it? Y- you know, that kind of thing. So I think it puts a lot of Christians yeah. like in a position where they are quite fearful and they don't know what to do next. But yeah, I think what you say, being intentional, I think, yeah, that, that's really helpful. I think, Daniel, even mm. when people are asking us, you see, if they're asking us intentionally for something, mm. we should intentionally take the opportunity of people asking us all those questions instead of going back to the can or cannot right or wrong we should lead them to a discovery of god of jesus which is a far higher life wow okay you you get what i mean rather than just let them taro us and asking us all the tough questions Mm -hmm. whether whether you feel you answer right you feel victorious or you answer wrongly you feel defeated Mm -hmm. let's let's not end there let's Take it to a step where, you know what? I want to introduce to you the God that changed my life. Mm. Why, why don't we lead it back to discovering Jesus? And I think, and I think in Jesus' way of 
whether he was talking to the prostitute or people that have done wrong or Zacchaeus for that matter, mm-hmm. it always leads them to a higher life in God. The woman by the well, you know, mm-hmm. and all that. We should learn to intentionally and be very purposeful that whenever we encounter that, don't let it die there, mm-hmm. but let the conversation lead on to, hey, you know what? Why don't I tell you about the God that can change life? Wow. Thank you so much, Pastor. I think, I think tonight has been really, really insightful. I think on, on this matter, I thought we could just ad- yeah. address on tattoo, but we ran into cigarettes, vape, and drinking as well. Yeah, yeah. People like to ask all these things. Lah. But, but in, in, your, in your own journey with, uh, with people in the past, I, I know over the years, different people have shaped you, have shaped your thoughts and everything. Yeah. Um, but like, what, what was one of the most significant ones besides the zapping uh, story? Any, any more stories that you encountered that really fortified... Like shaped my life? Yeah, that shaped my life or fortified your thoughts towards this whole matter. Uh, because I, I grew up in Sabah, my, my former pastor really shaped the character that is on the inside of me. And I think that shaping of the character... It is something that actually I'm very passionate to talk about. To really focus on what is the truly more beautiful things in life, mm-hmm. like our spirituality, like our, our faith in God, the deep work that Christ can do in our lives. I mean, I'm sure in this season, you'll like it or not, you have no choice but to slow down. Yeah. You have no choice but to make friends with yourself. Mm-hmm. You have no choice but to be more disciplined. You have no choice but to work harder than normal. You have no choice but to adapt. You have no choice but to take on life differently. Mm-hmm. You have no choice but to look at life from a totally different angle. Yeah. And on a normal day with things going on and the routine sets in, the demand of everyday life, mm-hmm. we probably will never have that space to think through yeah. some of these things. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. But, but you know, essentially, right, these are the things that truly, truly shape us into whatever future that God has for us. Mm. And, and, you know, it, it's, uh, it's the core, you know, like, it's the core muscle of your life. Mm. Like, hard work, commitment, dedication, you know, character development. All these things, right, are so essential that before you attempt great dreams, great you know, you have great plans, you have great mm-hmm. ideas. All this must be there in place first. Mm-hmm. Because, because, right, if you don't have all this character and, and, and with a startup culture, mm-hmm. you, you believe that if I got a big, you know, a great idea, I get a big break, overnight, I'll be a multi-millionaire. Now, everybody wish yeah. now they started <laughs> Zoom, you know, because <laughs> Zoom is making so much so money. So much now. money. But, <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, right, uh. They, they are dedication, hard work, sleepless night, and, and commitment, and uh, going against what everybody is saying. These are essentially the most important building blocks in every person's life. If you are just going to rely on your talent, yeah. on your gifting, and thinking that by just having that, mm. you'll probably be successful for a while. When the tough gets going, right? Will the tough get going or not? Mm. It, it, you get what I mean? It forces us to look inside of us if this is truly the person you are made of. When I was growing up, I was just shaped in, in learning how to work hard, how to keep my promises, 
how to be punctual, how to all that, right? People don't invest in an idea. Mm. People invest in the founder. Are you with me now? People don't give to the foundation. People give to the founder. Why? Because they have trust in the founder of that foundation. And of course, that is the, the basis and the strength of the character of that founder. Yeah, like, like why do you think people still give Bill Gates money into his foundation or, or, or Warren Buffett for that matter? Because mm-hmm. they know they don't need those money. So if you lay that foundation right, lay that foundation strong, then everything else will come along. And, and there's no shortcut to that one, bro. You, you, yeah. you, you, you cannot speed round and ta-da, straight away, you get there. It, it's not possible, I think with all the questions from the beginning of this and to where we are yeah. now, I think, yeah, the, the strength and the basis of this is really character. Thank you so much, Pastor. I think, I think tonight has been really insightful, but uh, before we end this, is there anything you wanted to encourage? In the first few years of the establishing of the foundation of soul mm-hmm. in Agosta, mm-hmm. let, let's focus on the roots. Mm. Let's focus on the foundation, the, the part where nobody sees, where the part where it is not exciting it is boring mm. it is not stage life mm-hmm. it is not even behind the scene it is under the scene you know and it is it is hidden but take time to build that mm-hmm. because when the roots are strong you, you want the tree to keep growing not just flourish for a season and mm-hmm. bear a lot of fruits mm-hmm. and then two seasons down the road it's all dried up you know the bible says those who are planted in the house of god should mm-hmm. flourish in the courts of our God. That means yeah. regardless of seasons, regardless of times, regardless mm. of whatever that the world is facing, the church is still strong, it's still rooted, it's, it still has its foundation solidly built in Christ. And I want to encourage soul to be a church like that, that you care mm. for your soul, you care for the soul of your city, mm. you care for the soul of the nation, you care for the soul of the people, and, and build that first. You may not be big, you may not be the swankiest immediately, but build that, trust me. One day when you grow, you will want that to be strong because you don't want the church to be a thousand people and then realize that the ground's so shaky. Yeah. And overnight, everyone is, is actually desiring secretly wanting different things and, and that's not where we should be heading. Now. Thank you so much, Pastor, for your time. I think that was really, really helpful. I'm glad. Thank you. I hope you have enjoyed this podcast. Do share it with your friends. Now, if you have any questions, you can DM us on our Instagram at Seoul Malaysia.